so high right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama! Oh my mama made it, ma! Anything's possible! Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, whether you're listening to the show or watching the show on YouTube, thank you for including me, John Corrales, in your day. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I um, I am also the author of the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a book that, if you're watching on YouTube, is over my shoulder. That's available everywhere books are sold and on my website, johncorrales.com for 30 bucks. If you want a signed copy, which I will mail to you directly, uh, if you're in the United States, if you're elsewhere in the, in the world, I will also mail it to you directly. We have to talk about a different price structure to get that international shipping out there. I apologize for the show not being out early. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm dealing a little bit with a, a voice issue here that. I'm trying to get through, and I thought hopefully sleeping on it would would make it better. So hopefully I'm going to get through this show, no problem. In this show, I'm going to talk a little bit about Game game 3. Obviously, Game 3 is tonight in Boston. Celtics and Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics have to figure out a way to score some points and to stay disciplined against the Brooklyn Nets. I'll talk about that. And then later on, The Kyrie issue, which has grown to beyond a Kyrie issue. I said on the Thursday podcast that it wasn't my place to speak on what Kyrie was experiencing and and people questioning the validity of what he was experiencing. But this has grown to a point where, look, Marcus Smart's talking about it. He was asked about it. Players around the country, players around the NBA are talking about it. Coaches, executives are talking about it. The conversation has grown to a point where uh, we have to listen to the conversation. I'm going to talk about that in the third segment. Today's show is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app. Join me today, later today, Friday, after the Boston Celtics have their afternoon shoot-around availability. I will hop onto Locker Room, put my voice to the test there, and talk to you directly Locker room is changing the way we talk about sports. So game three is here and the the Celtics need to show us, show us please that you have some fight in you. It's the number one thing that we're looking for. Show us that coming home in front of the home crowd, which will only be about 5,000 people uh, in game three, game four will be a much different story. And I'm looking forward to experiencing that. Like, that's going to be one of the uh, that that might be the most fun experience that that I I will have had this season in a season not full of many fun experiences. Uh, that that will be one. Uh, I actually, so so you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit. Usually, I 
there are a couple of media sections in the, in the garden where normally I will sit in the corner section 19, uh, by the Celtics bench. So there's the Celtics bench. There's that tunnel that they walk in. You see people like reaching over to slap five and all of that. And then up while you're wa- when you're watching on TV up to the left of that tunnel is where the media sits. So we're just out of frame when players are walking away. That is my general seat, but this season I've been sitting up where the hockey media sits up on the ninth floor, up around the banners. If you've seen the live shows that, uh, not the live shows, the, the shows I've done from the TD garden, I'm up there near the banners and, uh, that allows me to kind of see the entire play unfolding, but you're removed from everything. And so I'm going to be back down now that the crowds are here, I'm going to be back down amidst the, the players amidst the crowd, like just in the lower bowl of everything. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing, feeling that playoff experience because playoff basketball at the garden is certainly something that no one has, uh, duplicated in, in very many other scenarios. It's just a different feel. It's not a a regular season feel. And so even with 5,000 fans, I want to get down there for uh, a real playoff game. And then Sunday to be there with a full house, I have to be in the middle of the full house to get that full feeling and to see how that, that impacts the game. Can it impact the game? Can the Celtics do what they need to do against the Brooklyn Nets? It's possible that the Brooklyn Nets can come in and feel a little overconfident. They just waxed the Celtics in game, game two. They did anything that they wanted. So it's possible that they could come in and, and feel like we could do whatever we want. And they'd be very justified in believing that they could do whatever they want to the Boston Celtics. It's, it's pretty clear they could, if they really want to turn it on and put it forth that effort that they can do basically whatever they want. But it's up to the Celtics to take that away. And so the number one thing that I'm looking for is how do the Celtics take that away and how do the Celtics flip it and start to do what they want against the Brooklyn Nets? Look, the Brooklyn Nets have played great defense. They've played great defense. They've they've been on point and it's it's a little it's a little unsettling that a team can just put forth so little effort on that end for so long and then all of a sudden turn it on and you know some some now some practice and now guys playing together and now understanding that they're playing for something bigger. That whole thing is is clearly showing itself after a couple of games. You say, "Wow, okay, these guys look like they're focused and they're putting in the energy, the effort necessary on that end." It's kind of tough to to watch that and say, wow, that's that's a different team. <laughs> this, this team's actually, uh, it, it's tough to score against them. But also, it's tough to score against them when the Celtics are playing the way that they're playing. Uh, again, I, I, I said in, on the Thursday show, the Celtics did run some plays, and, and the, the Nets sniffed it out and did, did a good job. But the Celtics still need to put that pressure on. And what the Celtics can't do is the thing that they've been doing. You, you try something. And it doesn't work, and you go, eh, all right, well, doesn't didn't work. I'm just gonna go back to the stuff, the bad habits, and see if they, if those work again. It's just not winning basketball by the Celtics. 
and playing at home and having some pride. And I hate to use these buzzwords like, you know, having some pride and some fight, but that's what it boils down to for these guys. What can they do? What can they summon from within themselves? Can they summon that level of discipline to stay home and not go crazy over the ball getting into Kevin Durant's hands? Like you have to trust that when Kevin Durant gets the ball, like it's the Belichickian do your job kind of mentality. It's, it's about knowing that this guy's going to go here and I have to go here to make sure that every, every part of our defense is set. Brad Stevens talks about being in their shell. There's a, there drills. If you're, if you've played basketball, at a, a, you know, any level, really, you do what's called a shell drill. And the shell drill is basically a defensive drill where the ball moves around and you, you're rotating, but you're staying within a shell. You've got your assignments and you've got to move within, you know, they say on a string in concert with one another. And that is where the Celtics fail all too often. Stay in your shell it's uh, I use this comparison a lot, but it's that that three hundred, the movie three hundred, where they talk about the phalanx and you stay when you stay together, the power of staying together is stronger than any one player can go, uh, and and go to uh, individually, and I think with the Celtics, when it comes to the Celtics defensively, they I think they're trying, I think they want to do the thing that they're supposed to do. They want to help, but they're overreacting and they're breaking the shell. And someone makes a mistake and Harden is open or Kyrie is open and two guys overreact. And now Kyrie is, you get two guys clo- you know, closing out on the guy who's got the ball and he just gives it up to one of the guys that, you know, that's been left extraordinarily wide open like Joe Harris and Harris just gets a wide open shot and just sits there and yeah, I got this, no problem. Celtics can't do that. They can't overreact and have two guys rushing to the ball and and leaving everyone else behind because what's not happening is they they're not the two guys who who left, they're not getting back in time. There's no help on the backside. It's it's just it's a it's been a mess. Defensively, the Celtics have to stay in their shell. And when whenever it is that Brooklyn misses a shot whenever that is, then the Celtics can get out and run and try to score. You just got to, you, you have to hope that they miss and you've got to hope that you can get the rebound, not hope you've got to fight for the rebound and make the shots as difficult as possible, knowing that they're going to make tough shots and the ones that they do miss, you've got to get out, you got to run. And you got to get back and, and, and do it against a defense that's not set. We take a break, come back, talk about the toughness that's necessary and what Brad Stevens defines as toughness. That is coming up next. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Go to BuiltBar.com. You'll find their core of delicious Built Bars that are, will be there every day. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. And those are... They, they have uh, some with nuts, obviously, some without nuts. So if you've got a nut allergy, you have options as well. They have special edition flavors that, that pop off every once in a while. 
So, and they have other products there as well, but the core is these built bars, which taste like candy bars. But if you look at the flavor profile and, and the nutritional inf information, if you go to builtbar.com, it's all right there. They don't hide anything. This is not like, oh, check out how great this tastes and don't look at how, you know, the nutrition of it. They put that right at the top, right in the front underneath every flavor. You're generally getting about 17, 18 grams of protein. Calories, usually between 130 and 180 calories, depending on the flavor. Four or five grams of sugar, four or five net carbs. I mean, that's a great, just healthy for you to, to, to add to your diet. Have one after the gym, have one as, as breakfast, have one as a snack in the middle of the day. Pop it into your gym bag, pop it into your work bag. You're going to love it. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Try one of those mixed boxes. Figure out which flavor you want. Go back, use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15 15% off every time you visit BuiltBar.com. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. One other thing that we're looking for in Game 3 is what has been called toughness out of this team. The toughness to do the thing that they need to do. Do that stuff I said in the first segment. Stay in your shell. Offensively, how do you get Jason Tatum open? How do you get Jason Tatum free looks? How do you get Jason Tatum to uh, the basket? How does Jason Tatum react to their double teams, their overhelping, their uh, overattention to whenever he touches the ball? How does that happen? Toughness. Do the Celtics have that toughness in them? This is the ultimate back against the wall, right? The Celtics, no. And, and I asked Marcus Smart about, do you, do you guys hear the conversation that's outside the team right now, because the conversation outside the team is whether you guys can even win a single game. You guys are talking about winning the series and how do you play in the series? And, and everyone else is just wondering, can they win a game? And that's tough for, you know, if you're a team that, and he said, of course we hear it. It's hard not to hear it now with social media and everything. We hear it, but we just got to go out there and do what we can control. So can, can the Boston Celtics with their backs against the wall at home, knowing that if you lose game three, that's it. You're screwed. And I know they'll say all the right things after game three if they lose. But they'll, they'll know that teams don't come back from this. And so can the Celtics come out in game two, in game three, and find that toughness? Now, the toughness that you and I talk about, and Gary Washburn, who asked this question, is talking about, is looking at... Like, you know, uh, Kevin Durant pokes Jason Tatum in the eye. And by the way, he's fine. He says he's going to play. Or somebody, you know, fouls a Celtic hard and the Celtics don't react to that. There's no fight. There's no like, hey, you know, e even if, even if the, the, you know, it was unintentional, how about a little bit like, hey, watch your hands. Hey, watch what you're doing there, buddy. Keep, you know, don't, don't be swiping around our guy's face like you've been doing. You know, that like something where a guy, someone on the team steps up and is like, hey, you know, 
keep your hands to yourself and, and starts like at least someone is an enforcer, you know, and, and <laughs> I'll compare it to, to, to hockey in a way, because we've seen plays where guys are unintentionally hurt, but what ends up happening that next, that next play, the next time the puck drops, the guy who unintentionally hurt your guy, he, someone's going to fight that guy. And that, that level of some level of enforcement. Now you can't fight in basketball. You can't do that. And the, the rules in basketball are such that you can't, you know, the, the, the days of war, not when I played the days of the hard foul, those days are gone too, but there are ways to go up and, and at least stand up for yourself and stand up for the team. That's a level of toughness that this, these guys don't have. And Marcus smart, you know, I think has done that and would do that. And, but he's also very much a target of the officials. And if he did it, like he puts himself at risk of being, you know, get, getting a tech, getting tossed. That that's a tough spot. Cause normally I would say Marcus smart would do that. And Hey, maybe at this point, maybe Marcus smart should just do it. And if he gets tossed, he gets tossed. So be it. But somebody on this team has to, has to stand up for the rest of the teammates. But there's also a toughness that, as Brad Stevens defines it, he says the toughness is the ability to make the right play and do the right thing each time down the floor. Uh, that's a way to define it. I think that's within everybody's grasp, and I think that's a choice. And what he means by that is a mental toughness that whenever things go wrong, still to, to put that play behind them, if you go out there and make a mistake and Brooklyn scores, put it behind you, have that mental toughness to step, okay, fine, boom, all right, that, that play's over, next play. Play this game, play this play as hard as I can. And if you screw that up, forget it. Next play, play that play as, as hard as I can. And that is also toughness. That is 100% correct from Brad Stevens, that that is also toughness. It's different, you know, toughness can mean multiple things. Now, you and me and, you know, others can say what I was just saying, that you want to have the, um, you, you want to have guys like with the edge, you know, we keep bringing up Jay Crowder's name, like that Jay Crowder edge, that, that edge, you know, a Jimmy Butler type of edge to the team, you know, somebody that's going to go out there and be vocal and, and be willing to almost literally fight for a win. But also there's this mental toughness that this team has lacked that each time something happens, it, it weighs on them. There's a little bit of a kind of like a residue. Each mistake leaves a residue on the team. And eventually that residue kind of like piles up and weighs them down and it makes them play like they're, they're heavier. And that's something that the team cannot, cannot do. So, and this is that, that might be the hardest part about basketball. If I'm being honest with you, that like, that might be the hardest part about NBA basketball, having that toughness to make that next play and forget about the last one, whether it's good or bad to say, okay, that play is over. What do we do now? And when, when you see a guy like that's what makes the, the best shooters in the world play the way they do and shoot, continue to shoot the way they shoot, because those are the guys that can say, yeah, I'm going to make the next one. I don't care if I miss 10 in a row and we're sitting at home going like you missed 10 in a row. Why are you still shooting? 
because those 10 are gone. They're forgotten. They're history. You can't change anything about history. You just got to focus on what's next. And, and those are the guys that keep shooting. And every once in a while, those guys catch fire and they become, you know, they hit four in a row. And you're like, wow, geez, he kept on going and it paid off. Sometimes they don't, but it's that, hey, the next one is going in. This next play is going to work. How do you get to that next play? That's the mentality that these guys have to have. If you're going to win game three, and it's very unlikely, but if you're going to, that's the toughness, both levels of toughness that they're going to need. Scrappy, making sure that Brooklyn doesn't get too comfortable and forgetting the mistakes and making sure that they get to that next play because that's what's going to prevent those huge runs that Brooklyn goes on. Up next... I'll talk a little bit about the Kyrie stuff, which has grown beyond Kyrie. That's coming up next. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You can bet on this game if you want. You can get, you can wait till halftime. You can bet in-game on certain things. You can figure out how many points a certain guy has. You can say this is how many points he's going to score in the second half. You can bet on all of that stuff. Plus all of domestic sports, baseball, hockey, international sports, everything. You head on over there, use your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the sports news, sign-up bonuses, and content, contest information. One of those sign-up bonuses with the promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus if you use that promo code on your first deposit. So if you deposit $100 with the promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% $50 welcome bonus. That's how that works. So whatever your deposit is, your first deposit is, 50% of that comes as a welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. As teams make their runs in their play in the playoffs, bet online. Your online sportsbook experts, please gamble responsibly. You are not gambling with anything when you go to rockauto.com because you know what you're getting. Great auto parts at a low price that are the same. Those prices are the same for everybody. Doesn't matter whether you're a pro or a do-it-yourselfer. It doesn't matter what the market says. The price is the price, and it's going to be the same for everybody. It doesn't matter how complicated. It doesn't matter how simple. It could be wipers. It could be a piece for your engine. It could be anything in between. Go to rockauto.com. Don't go to the one of those strip malls. Don't go to one of those chain stores. By the time you get to one of those chain stores, you'll already be deep within the catalog on rockauto.com, and you'll see how much money you can save. It's all right there. Easy to see. They are a family business that's been doing this, serving auto parts customers for 20 years. So check them out. And when you do buy something, and I'm very confident that you're going to buy something, make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? That's how they know we sent you. You're going to save a ton of money on your auto parts, no matter how complicated at rockauto.com. And when you buy it, go to that. How did you hear about us box? Write locked on to get the amazing selection, reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. So I said the other day that, you know, people people were asking me about reactions to the Kyrie Irving comments. And, and I'm and I'm not I'm still not reacting to Kyrie Irving comments in particular because Kyrie um, has his own experiences, and I still believe that those are our experiences for um, for other people to, to discuss. And I can't speak to, uh, as some people want to 
the you know people want to question the validity or, or whatever. That that's not the point here. That's not what I'm trying to. I'm going to be talking about here because racism is, is experienced by black people in in a way that if you're not black, you don't understand. And you there's there are things that are said that if you're not black, you might say, well, what is that? Doesn't sound that doesn't sound bad. But when you are black, you hear the dog whistle, you hear, you say, oh, I know what that really means. And, and you don't get that unless you've lived that life experience. So there's a conversation to be had. Uh, why I'm talking about this now, why I've decided to talk about this is because the conversation has grown beyond what Kyrie has said. And beyond, it doesn't matter if you think that Kyrie Irving said what he said as a way to flip the narrative on, on the city of Boston that when he comes in and people treat him the way uh, sports fans will treat a guy that they don't like, if you think that that's the case, that's fine. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know what his motivations are, but it doesn't matter what his motivations are anymore because everyone who spoke yesterday uh, uh, on the Celtics, Marcus Smart, uh, Jason Tatum, they were asked that question. Landry Shamit, Blake Griffin, on the, on the net side were asked that question because they were available to the media. Basketball players around the NBA have been asked that question. It's been debated on shows. Danny Ainge was asked that question. Brad Stevens was asked that question. The, the conversation has grown beyond whatever Kyrie Irving said, whatever his intentions were. Whatever that was, it's grown to a point now where the conversation is being had everywhere and it cannot be ignored. And I was perfectly um, happy to step aside and say, look, black people are going to discuss this and, and, and that's, we should be listening to the black voices on this. But now it's grown to a point where we who are not black have to make it a point to listen. You have to listen. We cannot blow these comments off. You cannot say Kyrie said this, so I'm not listening. That's not how this is going to work anymore because Marcus Smart said, yeah, you know what? I have heard racist comments. And Marcus Smart wrote about racist comments that he heard as a rookie coming out of the Boston Garden. And when Danny Ainge was on the radio and he said, oh, I've never heard this in my 26 years, he may technically have been telling the truth, but it was a big, big, big missed opportunity by Danny Ainge to kind of take advantage of the spotlight and say, hey, look, I, I personally haven't heard anything, but we need to make sure that if it does happen, if you do hear something that we are speaking about it and, and uh, we, we have to make sure that sports are a safe place for everybody because a majority of the NBA athletes are black and it's not, it's, it's not acceptable for, for those players to have any sort of experience that is beyond the sports experience. Like people will sit there and you might be sitting there saying, John, stick to sports. And I would love to. And that's the entire point of this. We need to have this conversation so we can stick to sport. We need to have this conversation so we don't have what just happened with the Utah Jazz, where three fans were kicked out for saying very racist things to Trey Young, I mean, to uh, John Morant's family. That happens. It happens in Boston. It happens around the league. It happens in cities everywhere. You had the situation in Philly with the popcorn being dumped on West, Westbrook's head. You had the situation in New York with uh, Trey Young being spit on. You have situations all around the league. And, and I believe that right now, 
people's attitude, like people are just overly negative and people are exploding and they can't contain themselves. They can't control themselves. And we have to control, like, I understand that you're look. these are people that we're talking to. Like you can boo athletes. Kyrie can walk in there and you should, you should boo Kyrie. You should. And booing him is not racist. And you can yell things that are strictly basketball at Kyrie. And that's not racist. Treating Kyrie like a sports villain is not racist. Saying racist things to Kyrie Irving is racist. Saying racist things to athletes, that, that's racist. And I want to stick to sports. But we can't stick to sports if these things are happening at sports. This is happening in sports. John Morant didn't walk down the street and, or, or, or walk into City Hall and people are like, oh, well, you know, you're being political. No, he, he was, it was at a basketball game. It was during an NBA game that this happened to his family. That's why we have to listen to these conversations when they say, hey, you know, I want to, we can't have this and you can't go la, 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 can't do that. We have to listen. And when we see it, we have to do something. We have to say something like that's not like we have a responsibility. So that's why I, I wrote the piece on Boston sports and that's got, that's got people, you know, picking sides. It's not about picking sides. It's not about politics. These are things that are happening during sporting events. So if you want to stick to sports, you have to listen to this because if you don't listen to this, it's going to keep happening and we're going to have to keep having this conversation. The whole point of this conversation is for people to realize this happens. Let's work together to start to stomp it out. Listen to the black athletes who are trying to talk to us and tell us that this happens and try to make this just a better place. Thanks for listening. Hope you've uh, enjoyed this podcast, the Friday podcast. If the Celtics win this game three, I will do a, a Saturday podcast and be all about basketball, all about the game. And uh, I will do that from the TD garden. So you'll have a weekend podcast. If the Celtics lose. I don't think you want to hear from me. I'll just wait until Sunday night and maybe be wrapping up the series for all we know. That is going to be uh, this weekend. Whenever it happens, it'll drop normally. So subscribe wherever you subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube show. That would be amazing. And uh, tell your friends. Sp- you know, Spread the word. Share the podcast. Tell them that they should be listening to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.